Adam Pengilly, morning to you. Morning, Jared. Loz Mossy. Uh, now, Peter Snowden, he's outlined the Everest plans for Mazu. Yeah, he's speaking very bullishly about him, isn't he, Jared? Uh, suggesting that Mazu will go into the Everest third up, and he wouldn't stop him for any other horse at all at this stage. So it's a massive call from Peter Snowden. We know how good Mazu was going through the grades, last preparation, culminating in that. Group one went up there in the Duman 10,000 on a very wet track at Eagle Farm in May. So he'll get his preparation all sorted out and be uh, ready to rock and roll third up into the Everest. And uh, he's the horse on the rise, isn't he? So we'll wait and see how he comes back to the races. With that unique sort of two-year deal he's got for the Everest, got obviously got plenty of time to try and get ready for this year's race. And they can sort of plan 12 months ahead again for next year's race. So can't wait to see him back at the race in the next few weeks. Will we see alligator blood down in Victoria? Oh, I don't know, Loz. This, this tail just keeps twisting and turning, doesn't it? The latest news is that Racing Victoria blocked this plan by Alligator Blood's owners to have Living Legends take a, a share of the horse to reduce Alan Andrews's, um share to a minority stake. So, unfortunately, at this stage, it doesn't look like he's going to be racing in Victoria unless they try something drastic. And I think the only way they can sort of break this impasse, I suppose, is, is transfer the entire ownership to a to a third party to satisfy Racing Victoria. Because at this stage, it seems that any interest that Alan Andrews has in the horse they won't let him race in Victoria. I know that Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bott are desperate to get him down there and get him going down in Melbourne because they want to tie up the Cox Plate. They think he'd be really competitive in that race. So uh, still a little bit to play on this front, but the time, uh, the clock is ticking and time is wasting away. They need to get him back to the trials and get him fit for the races. Morning, Ads. Uh, Mossy here, mate. New Zealand uh, had a bit of a tragedy with a jockey dying after a race fall. Yeah, just horrible news, Mossy. Uh, it's been a really distressing time in the racing industry in the last probably five or six weeks over here in Australia as well. A number of really serious race falls. Thankfully, most of those jockeys who have been injured are slowly on their way to recovery. But unfortunately, over there in New Zealand, a jockey by the name of Taiki Yanagida uh, had a horrible fall at Cambridge last week. He was put in an induced coma, had very severe in, uh, brain and spinal injuries, unfortunately passed away yesterday. So his family flew across from Japan to, to be with him by his bedside. Uh, unfortunately, he's passed away. And he's done a bit of riding over here in Australia, I'm led to believe, as well. Did a bit of riding for the Snowdens and did some track work for Tracy Bartley, I believe, over here in Australia when he was learning his craft. And had ridden plenty of winners over there in New Zealand, including some winners at stakes level. So a lot of people in the New Zealand racing industry are in shock at the moment. Um, our condolences go out to his family and friends. Just a, an absolutely terrible tragedy. Oh, awful news. Uh, racing on the Kenzo today. Yesterday, Tommy Berry told us he thinks perfect thought in the first is a group horse and a lot of punters are... Well, they think it'll be winning today because it's been back from six into three dollars thirty in favourite. Uh, what's your fancy on the Kenzo today? Yeah, I reckon there's another group horse later in the program, Jared. Race seven of the five psychiatrists. He's coming back as a three year old this campaign. Obviously as a two year old he ran that Todd Mistakes and ran really well behind Sajada and a couple of other really nice horses in Boyfriend and Charlatan and just liked his trial at Warwick Farm this time in. Uh, it's a race where I don't think there's a whole heap of speed and probably be stood across from that outside gate, take the lead under Timmy Clark and be really hard to run down. So just thinking from natural progression from a two-year-old to, two to three-year-old, taking on the older horses, he should be able to go very close to winning today. So that's race seven, number five, psychiatrist. $3.90 with Tab. Just made me think, Loz, how many times on this show have we heard the line, it's going to be a group horse? Oh, how many have become I've, group? I've, <laughs> I've fallen into that all the time. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what, it, it, it's potentially a group horse. <laughs> And you just put your hard earned on, and it just never, ever does anything. Have any of them become group horses? None when of they've them. been declared. Oh, there was one, and I think, I think, <laughs> Tommy rode this horse. Trope. There's a horse called Trope. Oh, oh the yeah. one. Oh gosh. Oh, this well, is going it, back it, a few it, years ago, and and the, the it was, boom on that. It was get back, run on. Yeah, big time. But the boom on that was just like. Just it's enormous. Oh well, it, it was a back your next start horse every time, yeah. wasn't it, Adam? 
He was a bludger of a horse, Jared. He had plenty of ability, but his racing pattern was an absolute <laughs> oh. stinker. I remember trophy. He was, a, he was an extremely hard horse to catch. <laughs> Anyway, psychiatrist today. Race seven, number five, $3.90. Adam's tip. Thanks so much, mate. Have a good day. See you, boys. Chat tomorrow.